0: Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. And we got a fun one for you today. We're going to be going over the NHL Players Association player poll just came out recently. So we're going to go over the results of that and then also kind of give our takes on what categories the Blues would win just from their team alone. So we'll give our takes on who won for the Players Association and who we would pick for the St. Louis Blues. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys that Locked On NHL is a fantastic podcast from the Locked On Network. It's here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. So subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. So, like I said, subscribe to Locked On NHL on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. All right, Josh. So we got it pulled up in front of me. The first category we have on the 2020 to 2021 NHL Players Association player poll as voted on by the players. Who is the best goal scorer in the league? Austin Matthews won it with 46% of the vote. Alexander Ovechkin came in with 33% at second place for the St. Louis blues. If you had to choose,
1: who would you take and why? There used to be a really obvious answer. Um, Back when Vladimir Tarasenko was at his peak, um, but now it's it's definitely not quite as as obvious. I think there are a couple of different ways that you could answer this question. I think Mike Hoffman could even be a guy that gets gets some love in that category. Um, David Perron could get could get a little love in that category, or you could still you could even argue that um, Vladimir Tarasenko deserves. To still uh, have have the crown for that, even though he hasn't sort of reached his his uh, potential that he that he's shown in the past recently. But if I had to pick just one guy, best goal scorer, I think I'm gonna have to go Mike Hoffman. Just in the in the sense that his best asset is his goal scoring. Um, maybe not. Maybe he's not the the most, you know, complete offensive player on the blues, but in terms of, you know, getting a goal and, and having multi-goal games, I feel like we saw a lot more of Mike Hoffman doing that than anyone else on this team. Um, but I think David Perron is right up there as well. And I know there's another category that's best shot. And I think you could argue giving Mike Hoffman best shot and giving Perron best goal scorer would make more sense. But, um, just to, just to switch it up a little bit and create a little, create a little controversy. I want to say Mike Hoffman is the best goal scorer on the St. Louis blues.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say is that if you're going best shot, I think Mike Hoffman would probably be up there. I mean, the fact that he's been injured so much, I I don't think you can dispute the fact that Vladimir Tarasenko still has one of the best shots in the entire NHL. Uh, So he might even be up there for best shot as well. But uh, I think when you talk about goal scoring, talk about offensive production – Uh, The guy that's going to jump out on the page for me for the St. Louis Blues and the reason that he's going to get protected and probably the first name that's on the protection list uh, in the expansion draft. It's got to be David Perron. And I get what you're saying about Mike Hoffman. Obviously, his production on the power play, I think, might hold a little crutch for him because uh, it doesn't happen necessarily as much at five on five but for david perron it really doesn't matter that's Uh, he gets the power play production five on five he does it as well Uh, he can score by banging bodies in front of the net he can score from the spot wherever you need him i feel like he has a multitude of ways where he can score whereas a guy like mike hoffman if the game's a little more physical tends to disappear so i'm gonna go with david perron for that one that's fair so moving on we have best defenseman in the nhl the players voted victor hedman Sixty-four percent, overwhelming overwhelming. margin, yeah. Um, Even though I, I feel like he didn't have the best season this year, you know. But I I feel like
1: we more notoriety than anything that, but also like we see, you know, all the time uh, people on Twitter or on the Athletic or what have you will do rankings of players, and like everyone sort of has a similar consensus. But I, I I trust the NHL player poll far beyond I trust anything else. You know, these guys know um they they play against him you know, they line up against him um they've you know some of these guys have been playing against you know Victor Hedman for years and years and years they know how good they are and the fact that 60 almost 65% of all players that voted picked Victor Hedman leads me to believe that he's kind of head and shoulders above the rest of the defensemen in the league and you know for every other category too um i think the players obviously have the best um idea of of you know best goal scorer best off best offensive player whatever um, because, like I said, they play against him, and uh, in in game like hockey, where everything's so fast, and there's probably not—I mean, there's obviously there's a big gap between the best and worst players, but you know, with with the speed of the game, it's just so hard to discern who's elite, who's not, just from a few shifts. So the fact that Victor Hedman gets that much of the vote, and like Austin Matthews gets that much of the vote in his respective category, it, it leads me to believe that these guys know what they're talking about, and. Victor Hedman's probably a pretty good defenseman.
0: Yeah, I think so too. But for the St. Louis Blues, I feel like it's got to be kind of unanimous, especially after the season he had this year, as opposed to the season he had the year before. Justin Falk, just a complete 180. Uh, in in all Blues fans' minds, really, in, m- in my idea, uh, he, he did everything you expected. We talked about it on the pod. Um, is he the Blues' number one defenseman right now? I think for a large part of the season, if not the entirety of the season, Uh, He was, and even when Colton Pareko came back, he still kind of facilitated and did his thing. So uh, I think end of the day for the St. Louis Blues this season, I think that Justin Falk's got to be your best D-man by a long shot. I was
1: hoping that it would be Colton Pareko, you know, coming into the season. I think that's what a lot of us hoped and honestly expected, but Justin Falk uh, blew everyone away, I think, in terms of his production and compared to what he did last year. Um who knows where this team would have been without him? Would have, the defense would have been an absolute mess. So definitely the best defenseman on the team. Is he our number one defenseman? Can he be our number one defenseman if we compete for a Stanley Cup? Maybe. That's a conversation for another day. But in terms of this past year, you know, he led the led the team in ice time, produced offensively as well. Without a doubt, Justin Falk was this team's best defenseman. I think leading the team in ice time, uh is
0: is a huge thing that a lot of number one defensemen do. But uh, leading the way in taste is one thing that protein bars don't typically do. But for Built Bar, uh, it's their staple. So you got to check them out. Got your favorite Bilt Bar flavor. They got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's so many more. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. So if you order today Go to builtbar.com and use that promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. When we come back, we're going to continue with the awards. We've got best goalie coming up, so that, should, that one should cause a little bit of controversy. Probably not. I think that's unanimous. It's going to be a
1: close race.
0: We got some better ones. Who is the most complete player? If you had to pick one player to put the game on your back, who would it be? Who has the best shot? Uh, Who has the best style? A whole bunch of fantastic questions coming up, so you don't want to go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. All right, Josh. So, best goalie as voted on by the players in the NHL. 54% of the players said Andre Vasilevsky. 8% and Carey Price came in with 8.25% in third place. Mark andre Fleury had closer to 9%. But uh, that is a steep margin for three of the top goalies in the league. feel like they're all kind of neck and neck in terms of statistics, in terms of the impact that they had that this season. But to see Andre Vasilevsky rise above the ranks like that, especially this season, I, I think bodes well for,
1: uh, for, for a diehard Tampa Bay Lightning fan oh, like my myself. Oh, my goodness. Your, your bandwagon team has won like every poll question we've done so far. You're, you're the definition of bandwagon. Get out of here. Two out of three ain't bad. Best best defenseman, best goalie. Yeah, this is
0: what it is. So you pick Bennington for the St. Louis Blues? Probably. I think that's a safe. Uh, bet. After
1: some, after a lot of debate, internal debate, uh, but tossing and turning over it last night, um, flipped a coin, made a big pro. Yep, yeah, made a big pros and cons list. Um, I phoned a friend. And all that jazz, and I'm gonna go with Jordan Bennington was the best goalie for the St. Louis Blues.
0: So moving on to who is the most complete player? I feel like for the Blues, that's probably Ryan O'Reilly. But for the NHL, 23.78% said Sidney Crosby, and 23.78% said Patrice Bergeron. So it is a literally neck and neck tie for first place between Sidney Sidney Crosby and Patrice Bergeron, Josh. Do you think the players got that right? Or do you think there is a there's a steeper margin there than than meets the eye?
1: I said it, you know, a couple minutes they ago. They know best. Yeah. The players know best. Um, and who am I to disagree with the people that are literally playing against these players that they're voting for? You know, I watch them on TV, um, but you know, players are lining up against them, battling for pucks against them, um, playing against them night in, night out, so they know best. And the fact that Bergeron and Crosby both received 112 votes um, to to tie. I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I'm surprised that Bergeron gets as much love as he did. I feel I always felt like he was a little underrated. I guess maybe you know the the, the recent Stanley Cup run and and even way back in 2011. You know that was 10 years ago, so you can't really say he's been he's underrated. But but even before you know the Bruins started having success, Bergeron I thought I always felt was a very underrated player. But it's nice to see that the players are giving him. Uh, Lots of love as well. I mean, obviously, like, they're both extremely
0: talented players in the NHL, but, like, Sidney Crosby has, like, the generational, like, he's got the name behind it and, like, the brand. Whenever you think of, like, some of the greatest hockey players of all time, Sidney Crosby's definitely in that conversation. So, And not to say that Patrice Bergeron is bad by any means, but, like, I don't think he's at the level as Sidney Crosby. So for the players to say this and basically say, like, They're almost identical when it comes to like being a complete player. I think that that speaks a lot to Patrice Bergeron's game. So I I think you're right about that. So the next category is if you need to win one game, who is the one player, any position you would want on your team? So they had Connor McDavid, obviously, number one, Sidney Crosby at number two for the players. If you had to pick one player for the Blues at any position to win you a game by themselves, I guess not by themselves, but like to depend on in a winner take all game. Who would you pick, Josh?
1: I think this one's pretty easy. I think it's going to be the same same guy I had for the last one. Ryan O'Reilly, I think, is a really easy choice. Not only is he the most complete player on this team, I think he does the most in terms of moving the needle in the direction of a W for this team. I think you could argue Jordan Binnington. I was about um, when to. He's at, yeah, when he's at his peak, I think you could absolutely say Jordan Binnington. But in, in terms of being a complete player and, and a guy who had probably more consistency than Jordan Binnington this year, so as a result, a guy that we could probably rely on a little bit more, I would say Ryan O'Reilly. Now, if you're asking me after the cup run, I, it would be a little bit of a tougher answer. You know, it could, be, could have even been Jordan Bennington. Could have even been Colton Pareko, you know, with the way that he played um, a couple of years ago. But small decline in Bennington's play and the somewhat bigger decline in Pareko's play. I think it's a no-brainer that Ryan O'Reilly would be, the, would be my pick for the first player that I would want on a team if I need a win. I think I'm going to go
0: with Jordan Binnington here. Obviously Ryan O'Reilly is the best skater on our team when it comes down to the bare bones, but especially in like the playoffs and like that's what I'm thinking of is like a must-win game in like playoff hockey because the Blues have typically been there a lot in the last couple of years. I think when it comes down to it, goalies have a bigger impact. Watching Nathan mckinnon in the playoffs this year is a little bit different. I think you can make the argument for him. I got if you have a guy like Sidney Crosby, if you have a guy like Connor McDavid, if you have a guy like Patty Kane, like any of those guys that are really like the heart of the entire team, I think it's easy to to depend on them and have them go out and just beat guys at will and score goals uh, just because they feel like it. But I don't think Ryan O'Reilly has that same scoring capability. I think he's more of a playmaker and like defensively, all those things.
1: Love led the team and goals this season. I know,
0: but like I don't think he's going to go out there and like beat every defenseman on the other team on his way to a highlight reel goal. And for that reason, the team works more as a unit. And so you can't really have just one guy stand out above the rest and uh, spearhead the entire thing.
1: So I think for me, it, it's safer with Jordan Bennington. I mean, but I do think one of O'Reilly's best assets is making his linemates and his teammates better. Right. Um, just because of his, his response, you know, how responsible he plays and his positioning and, and his passes. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, Jordan Bennington's. Uh, maybe the obvious answer just because a a goalie is probably the most important position on a hockey team, but B Jordan Bennington, um, has been, you know, the, the player that's won the blues, a lot of games, probably the most games out of anyone on the team, just in terms of, you know, maybe winning games that they shouldn't have won. So uh, it's definitely a good debate. Um, I'm curious to see what, what you guys, our listeners think. So definitely tweet at us. Um, if you think that we're wrong.
0: There's been more games where I was like, oh my God, what a game after a Jordan Bennington performance than like after a Ryan O'Reilly game. I get like, he had a couple hat tricks this season. Those were stellar, but Jordan Bennington also had just some absurd games and like, even with his defense hanging him out to dry, I feel like he could go either way with that, but I'll go with Jordan Bennington. So moving on, who has the best shot? Here we go, Josh. Uh, 48% said Alexander Ovechkin, 28% said Austin Matthews for the players. Shea Weber coming in at third. 5% of the players said Shea Weber's got the best shot. But Interesting. Or the St. Louis Blues,
1: Josh. You had to pick
0: one. Who would it be?
1: I've kind of changed my mind as we've been recording. Um, and I kind of convinced myself. And in, in my, When I was talking about best goal scorer, I, I know I said, oh, my coffin probably or whatever. But I, I think I got to show some love to Vladimir Tarasenko as much as maybe the rest of his game um, is lagging behind. I do think the, from the limited flashes that we saw from him is that his shot is still there. Um, and maybe it's even at like 80% of what it used to be or whatever. But when, when his shot was at its peak, he maybe had the best, you know, snapshot in the game and one of the best wrist shots in the game. Um, and we saw hit the one timer out of him this year he has a pretty dang good slap shot too. So even though he, he isn't quite the player he used to be, I still think Vladimir Tarasenko has the best shot on the St. Louis.
0: Games. Imagine us both flipping our views in like the 10 minutes that, that changed in this podcast. But if you're basing this solely off of wrist shot, I think it's Vladdy, no question. But it says who has the best shot. And I think when you have to take into consideration that Mike Hoffman scores a lot of his goals off of one-timers and off of wristers and Vladdy scores the majority of his goals off of wristers and has like one goal in his career off of a one-timer i think it's more well-rounded to have a player like mike hoffman who has that threat when the puck's coming across the crease and the goalie's sliding over he can beat him short side instead of handling it dusting it off and trying to place it exactly where he wants which i feel like was one of the biggest gripes with blues fans with vladimir tarasenko they're just like just shoot the puck one time like get it on net even if it's rushed, if it's not the perfect shot, like sometimes that's a better play. So I think I'm going to switch my mind here too and go Mike Hoffman, to be honest with you.
1: Wow. So both of us giving awards to Mike Hoffman yeah. in this episode. That should go over well.
0: Yeah, that'll be great. Oh, moving on, who is the best stick handler? But before we get into that, Josh, if you had to bet on who I would answer, who would it be? Zach Sanford. Zach Sanford odds at minus 3,000. If you want to lay down on those odds. Heavy favorite. Heavy,
1: heavy favorite. Heavy favorite. Sorry.
0: Plus 100. <laughs> Zach Sanford odds. If you want to bet, throw some money down on that, you got to go to betonline.ag because it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NHL season is in full swing. We're getting to the end of it. There's four teams left. Feels like it's taking forever. Both series are tied, absolutely electric, so if you want to throw money down on that, you still can at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, UFC, MMA, and like we said, the NHL. So before the next face-off, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. That's a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Josh, when we come back, we're gonna continue with the awards. Best stick handler. On the St. Louis Blues, best passer on the St. Louis Blues. I think
1: we're even going to have to save the the personality awards for tomorrow's episode, so we got a few action-packed episodes this week. So don't go anywhere.
0: Moving on to the next category, who is the best stick handler? The players voted Patrick Kane at 50% of the vote, Connor McDavid at 25% of the vote, Nathan McKinnon in third place with 7% of the vote if you had to vote for the
1: St. Louis Blues. Who would you pick and why? There's like three names that I'm sort of jumping jumping between. One of them is is Robert Thomas, who I think is probably going to be my answer, unless you change my mind. Um, I'm probably leading towards Robert Thomas, but I think close behind. Um, I I like Tory Krug for that pick, honestly. Even though he's a defenseman and he isn't necessarily you know stick handling in, in and out of um, other teams' defensemen as much as you know some of the forwards, I think that he makes things look so effortless on the defensive end when he gets the puck and, and you know great stick handling leading to even better passing. So maybe Tori Krug even gets some love for the best passer category. But I definitely think he he would be up there as well. And another guy is Jordan Cairo. Now, maybe he's he's probably the the third best stick handler out of those three, but the fact that he's as fast as he is kind of gives him a little bit of a bump just because maybe he's not as as pure skilled as Robert Thomas with stick handling, but Uh, his speed just makes it look so much faster and so much harder to defend. So it's definitely kind of a a tie between those three. If I had to pick one, I would probably give it to Robert Thomas.
0: For me, it's difficult to pick someone so young just because, I don't know. On one hand, you want to pick guys that have been in the league longer and have like had more practice doing those stick handling moves and stuff but it feels like the blues don't really have guys that go down there and just stick handle through a phone booth on a consistent basis right you also take into consideration like the transition that the league has gone from like a physical style of hockey and physical brand of hockey to a speed and skill based one so it almost makes more sense to pick a younger guy but i feel like i should pick someone kind of in between there uh someone who's not Super old in the NHL, but someone who's also not extremely young. And so for that reason, I feel like Mike Hoffman's got to be in that conversation as well. And he's got, he's got silky mitts. I've seen him beat a couple guys here and there. And sometimes it's not always on like a breakaway goal, but uh, even just like the little plays and like loose puck deeks and stick handling around guys. I feel like David Perron has soft mitts, but we don't see it as often enough to justify uh, putting him into this conversation. Uh, so I'm going to go Mike Hoffman here. I think Robert Thomas, if I had to pick anybody out of the younger guys, I'd go with, with Rob Tom for sure. So then moving on, the final category I have in front of me, who is the best passer on the St. Louis Blues? I don't know. This is close to be honest with you. I think I think if Petra was here, I'd give it to him. So that stings. I think Robert Thomas makes the most sense out of everybody but I think you could argue maybe not this season because obviously like coming to a new team trying to fit in like the system and it comp- being a completely different system than the one you ran in Boston trying to figure out where everybody's at on the ice at, at one time but we did definitely see some flashes of Tory Krug and what he's capable of so I feel like you could almost make the argument for him as well
1: Yeah I I, I think I'm going to make the argument for Tory Krug there um and, and obviously 5v5 uh you didn't see it as much but on the power play when he was rolling and and he was quarterbacking a power play which is his best asset and is the reason why we brought him in and we talked about it on the green uh spotify green room uh over the weekend that he basically played might have played a little bit too much at 5v5 um but when he was on the power play he looked like one of the best players on this team and part of that was just hit the reads he was able to make um Setting guys up and and keeping the motion going, I feel like this year we really saw uh uh the, the power play have a lot of motion and it wasn't just guys standing around and I think part of that was Tori Krug's ability to just zip passes tape to tape, um, not just in the offensive zone but he had some really ridiculous breakout passes as well that um again I always say turning turning nothing into something, um and and one of the biggest abilities you know turning a seemingly nothing play into a great play is the ability to make passes that you shouldn't be able to make and thread the needle and i don't think anyone really did a better job of that than tory krug and for the nhl the players decided on nicholas backstrom
0: as their consensus well just over patrick kane to be fair they 20.72 percent for backstrom 20.30 percent for patrick kane so uh a bit of a neck and neck race there but i i like the i like the robert thomas pick here i like the tory krug pick here i think Both of them are going to be viable assets for this team Uh, moving forward. As long as they get time, I I think they're going to get plenty of time to develop uh, and figure out things for this Blues team. But I think I'm figuring out now that (laughs) that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like Josh said, we're going to do personality ones here coming up probably in the next episode. So That'd that be should fun. be fun. That that should be fun as well. Probably some other ones that we that we won't uh, agree on. But make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening to. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at Twelvecher Fifteen. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.